Today I'm going to talk about the COVID vaccine and excess deaths, but my hope is to do it in such a way that I can inspire you out of the realm of us versus them thinking, right and wrong, good and evil, reduce it down to a single bad guy. We need to see that life is actually not a polarity, but it's on the spectrum. Not autistic, and no, that's not a reference to what side I'm on, but it is interesting that the rate of autism has grown from 1 in 10,000 back in the 80s to 1 in 36 today. And during that same time, the vaccine schedule went from children receiving 10 shots to 74 shots. Fact checkers only disputed the link between the numbers and autism. Not that the numbers were wrong, but remember, correlation does not automatically mean causation. That's the logical fallacy of post hoc ego Proctor and Gamble hoc that states that if B follows A, then A must have caused B. That's like saying that Princess Diana died in 1997, and that Mr. Beast was born the very next year, so Princess Diana was sacrificed, and then the Beast was born. By the way, Mr. Beast is 25. Two and five make seven, and that's very suspicious. Another thing you could falsely claim is responsible for the increase in autism is the rapid proliferation of computers. That's just as legitimate to point out if all you're doing is comparing simultaneous growth. But that doesn't mean we should be censoring ideas about what might be causing autism to proliferate, nor should we ignore ideas like the COVID shot having something to do with all these excess deaths. Even if they're stupid or outlandish ideas, by letting people talk about them publicly, the public can moderate itself fairly well. But censoring certain ideas only promotes suspicion amongst those who are rightly skeptical of how power can corrupt, even if the example they're espousing is inaccurate. In fact, the process of public moderation rather than censorship is the very process of refining our discernment through practice and is essential to the maturation of the human psyche. These charts show that many countries were experiencing excess deaths starting not in 2020, but in 2021, right after the mass vaccination campaigns. Yes, these charts are disputed by fact-checkers who often use charts like this that highlight that more Trump voters died than Biden voters. Strange rebuttal, but I get the point. Charts can be framed in both ways for and against any thesis without contradicting themselves. It only shows that the thesis is off. When you simplify any thesis down to only two trends side by side, it can easily miss the forest for the trees. However, it's not just Ed Dowd and conspiracy-smoking pot watchers that are pointing out the unique alignment between mass vaccination campaigns and excess deaths. I think there's a very strong temporal association between the rollout of the COVID vaccine and the increase in deaths in Australia. I mean, we remember that there were small outbreaks in Victoria, but there was lockdowns and they were closed down. So there was essentially no COVID in 2021 in Australia. That's right. Just, why isn't this being reported in Australia? You know, I can only speculate as to the answer why, but I suspect it doesn't suit uh, the government or, or the media mm. uh, or, or the health authorities uh, in the private sector, big pharma and things like that. This is Senator Gerard Rennick, better known as the renegade senator. So he's part of the Australian government, saying that the Australian government is the reason why this message isn't getting out there. I can't see that there's any other reason other than the rollout of the COVID vaccines. Now, I'm not saying it's responsible for every excess death. I do think that, um, you know, the lockdowns may have had some response to it. 
2021, there were about 1,300 deaths from COVID. In 2020, there were about 980. So COVID deaths did increase by about 300, but yet again, a long way short of the extra 10,000 in excess deaths. And what's also very interesting about these numbers is that the largest increase in the death rate where it was in Western Australia and Queensland, the two states where there were no lockdowns uh, and there was no COVID or, or, you know, very few cases of COVID. And if they were there, they were in people in quarantine. So yet again, you know, the, the data would indicate that it was a result of the vaccine rollout rather than COVID itself. COVID itself, COVID itself. The New York Times article titled A Positive COVID Milestone claims that these excess deaths are due to COVID's indirect effects, like vehicle crashes, gun deaths, and deaths from missed medical treatments during the pandemic. The excess death statistics can capture its effects. The statistic also captures COVID's indirect effects, like the surge of vehicle the surge of vehicle crashes, gun deaths, and deaths from missed medical treatments during the pandemic. Personally, I'm okay with suggesting that some excess deaths can be attributed to the way COVID impacted society's psyche, and perhaps caused car wrecks, murders, and missed cancer screenings. Missed cancer screening, that, that you'll see when we show this data, that that's an, almost an absurd notion. But where's the humility to suggest that vaccines may have played even a minimal role? Where's the conversation around 5.5 billion people, 70% of the world's population, getting injected with a warp speed vaccine made by companies that aren't liable for vaccine injuries as even being a possible suspect to throw on that list? I get it. You don't want to spook the public. Nor do you want to upset the largest political lobbying force on planet Earth. Yet the rushed vaccine that went into 5.5 billion arms in two years is not even a consideration. So that's me getting a little one-sided. Let me drift back like a pendulum and suggest that legacy media like Wall Street Journal and New York Times is not wrong for suggesting other culprits to the spike in mortality, even if it does grow at the same exact time as the vaccine campaigns around the world. And remember, the effects of vaccine injuries are similar to the reported long-term effects of COVID. So with all the media going on, it is possible that many people attributed all these injuries to vaccines when some of them could be attributed to COVID-19 itself. All we know for sure is that deaths are way above normal since mid-2021. It would be too simple to blame it all on one boogeyman. What if it's the vaccines and all the other explanations? What if we collectively chose not to simplify it all down to either COVID-19 or the vaccines, but broadened it even further to include the social psychosis that comes from technology colonizing the Earth? Aaron, I'm standing at the time portal, which scientists say follows Terminator rules. In conclusion, way more people are dying than normal. We shouldn't censor any ideas or concepts around vaccines being a possible cause, nor should we assume that the vaccine is the only cause. But I'll end on this. 5.5 billion vaccinations in two years is a huge thing to leave out of the conversation. Be better, legacy media. You're adding to the collective story, and it's time to uphold yourself to a higher standard. The future will thank you. P.S. Mr. Beast turns 26 next year, and we all know what that means.